is D, Josh of the club, tearing it up. start the show no way i want to keep on listening to that let it ride jordan we appreciate it man that's good that is good what's up everybody welcome to thursday this is the nba strategy show he is josh engelman i am adam kaufman we are together on thursdays and fortunately all of you are here as well only four games today so we're gonna rely on you a little bit we'll talk we'll do what we do but we want to hear from you in the chat let us know if you have any questions thoughts osmo premium slack channel youtube channel whatever it may be we'll seek it out get those questions answered but uh first and foremost buddy how you doing i'm pretty good Uh, yesterday did not go as intended but that's fine that happens from time to time we got four games today i'm excited for that Uh, I'm just happy it's not three or even two. I'm hoping that we can maintain all four and we don't find out that contact tracing removes another game. Four four is perfect. Four is as, like, that's the least amount of games I want. That's that's the perfect sort of small slate for me. I feel like we had three this time last week, so we had to stretch that much more. So, yeah, four is to hell. It's a a whole new ball game for the two of us. But, uh, you know, just looking back on last night a little bit, some guys – you know, went ham, like Bradley Beal with the incredibly slow start, but ultimately gave you the day that everyone was expecting from him for the most part. James Harden went crazy, really, for the first time in a Nets uniform. Seemed like, you know, I'm I'm looking around, I'm looking at my lineup, I'm looking at other people's lineups. You know, everybody seemed to have those couple of guys that went for 50 plus. It was a weird night that way. It really was. Like the Beal one, I mean, we weren't that, that wasn't all that surprising. There weren't a lot of other options for people that could actually shoot for the Wizards. That dude needs to get traded sooner rather than later for his own career's sake. Um, yeah, a lot of the other stuff, like I, I did not have Gobert. I wasn't a huge fan. Just give, uh, This is from a Fandle perspective. Given the way that the center position was set up, it just didn't seem like a spot that I was going to get to, and I didn't. Um, that ultimately was a little bit problematic considering he smashed, but... Uh, he had like 20 shot attempts, maybe slightly more than that. Normally he averages like nine. So I, I didn't exactly see double the shot attempts, even with Donovan Mitchell out. Yeah. Drummond go nuts too. Speaking of the center position. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, who didn't go nuts? Uh, everybody that I rostered. <laughs> how, how were you looking yesterday? Where'd you finish up? Uh, I had one in the top thousand of, uh, the big FanDuel contest. So I guess yeah. I could hang my hat on that. Uh, didn't have a lot of backup for that one though. So I did have one get lucky and slip through the cracks, but ultimately I, I took a beating. Maybe oh, well. tonight's the night for you, although limited options on this four game slate and early on, it's important to emphasize that we are very early. We are many, many hours from lock, not a lot of value tonight, not a ton of studs either for that matter. It's just kind of you know, a a mid-tier sort of day at this moment. But we'll get into that, obviously. Smash that like button, folks, if you're watching along on YouTube, as I suspect you are. This is, uh, I mean, we're we're early. We're, you know, 100, 200 people watching. That's okay. But I think we can get to a good two, three, 400 likes by the end of this show. So smash that like button. We're here with you for an hour. Hit the subscribe button as well. The Osmo YouTube page getting awfully close to 50,000 subscribers. Been talking about it for weeks, making that push. 49.6 
at the moment. So hit that subscribe button. Very important. You will get notifications whenever shows like this one going live. And it's a full slate of programming throughout the day today. So you want to be part of it. You want to be aware. You want to know what is going on. And uh, El Negro Loco, thanks for being with us, buddy. Says uh, good morning to Beardless Adam. Yeah, although it's it's you know, just a, a little laziness really on my part. Laziness really is what it is. So I'm going to look at uh, what we got going on today while Josh continues to attack in the Osmo Premium Slack channel. He is just out for blood this morning. Just the four games, as mentioned, we will go one by one. We've got Portland and Houston. The Rockets are favored. The Lakers, big surprise, are uh, big favorites in Detroit. The Clippers also in action in Miami where the Heat are favored. We'll see if Tyler Hero's back. And you got Golden State in Phoenix, and uh, that one more or less a pick them at this moment. So as we look at uh, Alex Baker's Osmo projections, which were just updated only moments ago, you have got there at the top of the heap before we dive into these games, Dame Lillard, who is the most expensive, but also in a good spot to go for, uh, you know, north of 50 fantasy points right around him. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Christian Wood is returning. Chris Paul is, uh, you know, in, in that upper tier as well. Who do you really like tonight? Ooh. Well, normally I would just say you guys should go check out my contenders videos to find out who I truly like. That would be However, a great plug internal but no we could talk about it because yeah. uh, that's what this show is for so i, I really like an hour to fill yeah absolutely um <laughs> really like christian wood today 8700 on DraftKings as just a center looks good 9500 on fanduel which seems problematic but power forward eligibility so it's a little bit better of a fit i'm just assuming that he's coming back and being himself from a minutes perspective if we hear differently that would uh dampen this a bit but uh that's a guy that i have my eye on pretty heavily he showed up highly ranked coming out of my sims i mean a lot of centers on uh DraftKings. christian wood ayton mason plumley is down to 4800 that's a spot that i'm a little bit intrigued with these guys are all picking up at least a little bit of ownership guy that i have the most interest in that doesn't appear to be getting owned as much as i thought he would would be luke Kennard. Uh, sees a pretty big increase in usage when uh, the rest of those guys are off the floor. Ownership is limited so far. Uh, that's a guy that I have my eye on that it appears the public does not. Uh, David says, man, that's a crazy bookshelf behind cough there. It's cool as hell, but El Negro Loco quick to chime in says, imagine owning DVDs in the age of streaming. Yeah. Not a lot of forethought on my part back in the day. Uh, but David says those DVDs, I thought they were books. I'm not that well read. I do have many leather bound books. But generally speaking, this would be insane if those were all actually books. Then again, I guess one could argue that it's insane to have that many DVDs. Do you have a favorite movie, Josh? It depends on the day. It depends what kind of mood I'm in. Um, That's a cop-out. Well, no. I don't have one individual. It depends. Like, am I on a deserted island? Does it have to be my entertainment? Because I wouldn't want something, like, highly emotional over and over again. Then I would want, like, a com... I, like, I'd be much more likely to watch Step Brothers on a deserted island. Yeah, where but if we're talking about... Laugh. Yeah, but if we're talking about, like, just cinema in general, you know, we can get into a different discussion. I rank Stomp the Yard pretty highly in my movie ranks. Um, no one else is going to join me on that journey. Uh, Shawshank would be one that I would want to sure. watch a lot if it were like a normal day, but I can't imagine watching Shawshank every single day, just thinking about all the hope of getting out and knowing that I was just stuck on that stupid Island. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to like dig a hole to the other side of the planet. So it really depends on like the actual details of the question for me to actually pick it. 
how fitting that would be though being on an island just thinking about getting out or getting off every single day that would be something different all right let's go uh portland and houston start this thing off get your questions in youtube chat osmo premium slack chat whatever we're keeping an eye on both here again uh portland is uh yeah I, I mean it's a good spot obviously for Damian Lillard like I said he's at the top of the heap as you already noted Christian Wood is a great spot on the other side in his return you have Eric Gordon who's having himself a very good year Victor Oladipo's been you know okay he hasn't been Pacers Depot but he's been okay since coming over to the Rockets uh still have a slew of injuries particularly on the Portland side so other than Christian Wood I suppose and even maybe Dame Lillard who jumps out at you you want to start on the Blazers side yeah, let's start on the Blazers side. I mean, clearly Dame is the best play of the day uh, on the entire slate, not just from Portland. I don't really have anything to add. I don't think anybody needs to hear it either. Um, he, There's no C.J. McCollum. There's no Robert Covington. There's no Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, everybody knows what Dame does on the floor. Uh, his popularity is largely irrelevant in cash game. He's the first guy you're playing. It doesn't really matter. Obviously, you can get away from him if you're playing 150 lineups. You don't have to you know, just lock button someone like that, but... I mean, he is on paper the best play of the day. Still a lot to like, though, from Portland. Uh, Cantor, 6,500 on FanDuel, 7,100 on DK. I don't like it as much there. Definitely like the $6,500 tag on FanDuel. Mello is going to get a ton of looks, 5,200 on FanDuel. He stands out. Uh, Gary Trent is 4,800 on FanDuel, 4,400 on DK, picking up a lot less ownership than I have him set up for. Saw the big minutes boost in the last game. I think he's generally speaking the guy that's going to benefit most from all of these guys being out. It's just about whether or not he plays like he normally does or plays like he did in the bubble. So we're hoping to get a little bit more Gary Trent bubble style. And after that, you're getting into like, fingers crossed type plays and for any Simons at the minimum on FanDuel it's 4,200 on DK. Uh, that's not all that ideal. Harry Giles. If you think that, you know, Cantor gets into some foul trouble, or if you think that they can't have Cantor out there while Christian Wood is mashing because Cantor cannot cover Christian Wood. So I assume that that's going to end up being Derek Jones on Wood. I don't really know what they're going to do from a defensive standpoint there. Um, but I think Harry Giles is at least a little bit viable. Flat minimum on FanDuel, 3,500 on DraftKings. There's a lot to like for Portland. Uh, they're one of my higher exposed teams as of right now. A lot of people have said in the chat that, uh, you know, it's Dame Knight, Dame's a lock, Dame's going off. Then you have uh, Delshun, if I'm saying that correctly, says, nah, fade Dame, play Simons. Of course, includes an LOL, so I'm assuming some level of sarcasm here. So on FanDuel, I mean – I don't mean like it's not fade Dame season. He should be like 50% owned and that's that makes perfect sense. But Simons for the flat minimum on FanDuel is something that I would want to look at, especially if he maintains 3% ownership. That's too low. Now, 4,200 on DraftKings, he's still a play, but it's not like a particularly good one. And that salary is just too high, but flat minimum on FanDuel, he can get there and that wouldn't be too, too crazy. He did see the minutes as well in the last one, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, played 29 minutes in the last game, um, not overtime or anything like that. So if he can get those minutes, if Gary Trent plays 40 minutes again, the value for Portland can be there. Portland is the team that has the most aggregate optimal lineup odds uh, of all the teams on the slate today. They are the highest ranked team for me. They'll be the highest ranked team in our NBA strategy syllabus as well. Well, in terms of ownership, looking at what, uh, again, our own Osmo has here, Alex Baker, on the DraftKings side, Dame Lillard and Carmelo Anthony, they are numbers one and two, looking at them having at least 30% ownership in lineups. Uh, those are, 
you know, really far and away at the top as far as guys from this game. Victor Oladipo down around 20%. You can take a look, obviously, on the FanDuel side as well. Lillard at about 54%. And, you know, he is really the one that stands out, though. Oladipo sitting around 40%. So I guess that's transition over to the Houston side. How are you feeling about Victor Oladipo? So this is tricky. Um, I'm trying to treat the team as if Victor Oladipo equals James Harden in terms of a rate perspective, because we don't really know what it's like for Wall and Oladipo and Wood. But I just assume these three guys soak up their normal-ish usage, Eric Gordon a little bit, and then everybody else just takes a giant haircut. So I already mentioned I like Christian Wood. I think John Wall is fine on both sites. I probably like him a little bit more at the $7,300 number on DK, oddly enough, than I do on FanDuel. Um, Oladipo though, pulling a ton of ownership on FanDuel, 40%. He's the second most owned guy in this game, just behind Dame. Not entirely sure. I fully agree with that. Um, clearly not a, like he's not a 0% guy, but I see him more in like the 25% range than the 40% range. So it's possible that I would come in a little bit lighter on Oladipo on drafting. So where he's 8,100, um, I think he's a little bit closer to his actual ownership, I don't want to say this out loud, but the guy that I have more interested, not, okay, I don't know how to best say this. I don't like this play, but okay. $4,200, and this guy, he bagels constantly. $4,200 PJ Tucker on a four-game slate is like not the worst value option in the world, given the way this slate is set up. Uh, I don't really like him all that much for $4,500 on FanDuel, but the DK price sort of works. It's gross. I know he's not fun. He's like a 0.5 guy when you really want him to be good. That's terrible. Sometimes he just hits some corner threes. I'm hoping that the lack of like real NBA bodies on the Portland side maybe helps that out a bit. So I'm not saying lock him in. He's not anything crazy, but you know, if we do project optimism, yeah, if we project PJ Tucker for 6% ownership on DraftKings today on a four gamer, I think he should have like 12 uh, I don't want to. I don't want to go too 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 crazy. But if I'm ranking the three guys at the top, the, the guys that actually people care about, it's Christian Wood first, it's Oladipo on Fanduel, and then John Wall on DK as the like number two spot. Eric Gordon is not all that interesting to me. You know what you sound like? You sound like me, roughly. I don't know whatever it was. I guess 15 or so hours ago, I'm I'm building my lineup and I'm I'm looking at what I have and I'm feeling really good about it, except except for the one play that I'm just sitting there waiting to bite me. And sure enough, it does. And that was Aaron Gordon last night. I hated putting him in there, but I I knew that it it made sense. You could justify it. He was going to be popular. You know, the, 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 the projection was there, all of it. And yet I'm just sitting there going, he's going to bust on me. I know he's going to bust. He always sucks when I need him to be good. Sure enough. Awful. Same thing. Is Josh frozen on us or have I frozen? All right, we'll get Josh back. Obviously, it was a scorching hot take surrounding Aaron Gordon. He couldn't handle it, and he has disappeared on us. He will be back, though, not to worry. Yeah, IMAX says uh, Aaron Gordon with the face. El Negro Loco saying he froze. All right, yeah, we'll get him back, not to worry. We'll uh, continue to roll through, obviously. Uh, what do we got? Theo here. Kaufman told you <laughs> blacklisted magic for that reason. Yeah, it, it makes sense. It really does. I'm just, I'm going to start to stay away from that team. It's frustrating. 
Uh, we want to tell you about our new sponsor, No House Advantage, taking a different spin on daily fantasy sports by offering player prop contests across NBA, MLB, NFL, and PGA, all for cash prizes, folks. This exclusively peer-to-peer fantasy sports platform levels the playing field, makes it easier for you to win real cash as compared with your traditional DFS sites. Best part, you can join for free today, okay? Join for free today. Download the No House Advantage app and check out the daily prop contest without having to deposit a single dime. And when you are ready to make your first deposit, NHA will match it with up to $20 in free play when you use the promo code AWESOME. AWESOMO. <laughs> you know I was going to say that. AWESOMO is the promo code. Refer a friend, get $5 more after their first deposit. Beat your friends, not the house. Win big with player props today. Again, this show and uh, a lot of our concert, uh, content sponsored by no house advantage we'll give you some other fun stuff as we move along here taking a look at tonight's four game slate and uh we'll work to get josh back with us as well if not maybe somebody else can jump in so that you guys don't have to listen to me monologue for the next 40 minutes or so uh obviously get your questions in if there's something in particular you are wondering about uh you want to continue to uh mention all of your aaron gordon hate i am here for it after last night it was not a great spot uh and let's see here as far as you guys in the chat see the lack of josh gives me more time i guess to explore the chat although a lot of people talking about kobe bryant here uh may he rest in peace just passing over that one year anniversary in the premium slack channel on osmo a lot of comparisons to dame lillard with kobe in uh in the chat here (laughs) josh uh Oh, okay. Josh was in the chat, it looks like, but just before he froze. So we'll get uh, somebody back in here, not to worry. Uh, where was it? Something on Ennis Cantor. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't see it. Jumped on me. Ennis Cantor, though, is in a solid spot, really good spot uh, for Ennis Cantor. Again, a reliable rebounder, gets some good points there for that Portland team. Really playing exactly as he did with Portland the last time around. When, uh, you know, before, obviously, he went to the Celtics last season, he was just a reliable contributor. They don't have as many offensive weapons. Yes, you have Dame, you have McCollum, but, you know, how often have those two guys, uh, you know, been consistently on the floor? McCollum dealing with an injury right now, and, uh, you know, Carmelo Anthony has come on strong, but Cantor just, you know, he represents there at the big man position, gets it done when he has to. Now he's a sieve defensively, and we all know that, but he will, uh, you know, take care of some business at least a little bit when it comes to uh, getting your rebounds, getting your fantasy points. And uh, there's a reason that he is not an elite, highly paid contributor. But again, fantasy world, he'll get you that flame emoji with relative regularity, which is kind of wild to think about. Antoine says Cantor's going to have a tough time dealing with Wood and Boogie. I think he's still going to get his. I really do. I think you typically end up seeing that. All right. The uh, Lakers contest with Detroit, as we were getting into here just before Josh disappeared on us so no uh real significant injuries on the lakers side uh, obviously uh you know you'll continue to deal with the lebron james anthony davis being questionable all of that stuff uh blake griffin is expected back on the lakers side it i mean makes the most sense obviously to if you're gonna fade one of those top two guys and i know it's the constant is it a lebron night all of that you would think you fade lebron tonight just based on pricing and especially on the DraftKings side anthony davis 8900 bucks as compared to lebron's 10400 that is significant 1500 dollars gap and they are projected to have basically the same number of points from our own alex baker you have got uh 
you know, 5X value, a little bit better than that on the part of Davis. LeBron is, uh, you know, four and a half or so. So not uh, not a bad spot. We know, obviously, the guy can erupt 60, 70 fantasy points on any given night, but he is not in the best spot among those two. That is definitely Anthony Davis. Looking elsewhere in that game, you know, the only real value, I guess, would be Mason Plumley on the other side. He's sitting almost 6X value, 4800 bucks there, sitting on DraftKings, about 27 fantasy points. You could look to some other options, you know, some, you know, a little bit more expensive mid-tier guys, Blake Griffin, again, his return on the Detroit side, Dennis Schroeder on the Lakers side, uh, wouldn't go anywhere near uh, DeLon Wright. Jeremy Grant is, you know, not as tempting a play as he often is, not even projected for 5X value. Uh, again, that's on DK. You could pay down. Look at somebody if you're looking for real value close to the minimum. There's somebody like a Mark Gasol as well. Um, Josh Jackson probably wouldn't tempt me. Derek Rose either. Montrez Harrell. Uh, so, you know, there aren't a ton of super compelling plays on this side. Looks like we might be getting Josh back with us here on the uh, <laughs> alternate uh, technological access. Josh, can you hear us? as everyone just views Josh's iPhone on the screen. So not yet. We'll work on getting him back, not to worry. So let's see what else we got from you guys here hanging out in the chat. You guys are starting to look at some other games. All right, there he can, is. Can you all hear me? Yeah, we, we can hear you. I can hear you. So I'm assuming everybody else can. What the hell happened to you? I have no power in my house right now, no internet. This is just obviously me in, uh, in a Zoom call. Home, but if this you. works for you guys, it works for me. I'm trying it in my coffee mug. Are you hot spotting right I, now? I'm good. If this is good enough, um, let me know. Get up on internet. All right. Well, we'll see how long good enough holds. I was starting to uh, ramble on through the Lakers and Pistons while monitoring the chat a little bit. Why don't you talk LA? But what I was just starting to say is uh, between the two studs, who I'm sure are questionable, they always are LeBron and Davis. Davis would seem to me. The obvious play, LeBron, the guy that you fade between the two. But uh, where do you want to go with it? That's a great question. And I will let you know the second I get this phone that's situated on my – there we go. That's as good as it's going to get. Jordan, feel free to crop me in here now. Uh, so we're talking – perfect. That's all I needed to hear. Okay, so uh, if we're talking Lakers on the AD slash LeBron side, um, AD is the guy that's grading out significantly better for me. Uh, he's $500 cheaper on FanDuel, much easier to get to, in my opinion. And on DraftKings, where AD is 8,900, LeBron is 10-4, it's not even a question. Now, the ownership is already there for AD, uh, comparably owned on both sites. I think he's the better overall play. It might be a little bit easier um, it, like to pivot off of AD's high ownership, but 8,900, how do you turn that down? Yeah, I don't think you can. He's, again, projected for better than 5X value. Uh, <laughs> Theo says, Adam's like modern technology, Josh's AOL dial-up. Listen, the man is grinding through. They, I, I respect it in the power outage. You know what happened to me last night? And I think this this wasn't just me. This is pretty common in the Northeast. I, well, this part maybe was unique. I was up doing some work at like 2 in the morning, which is probably a little bit before you wake up. And the internet just went out. Went out at 2 I thought it was on my end. I'm, I'm working around. I'm trying to troubleshoot as best you can without actually looking anything up on the internet because there was no 
phone, can't get it on the computer, can't get it with the Roku, freaking anything. And I'm trying for a good half hour, just gone. And you know what? I've never felt more helpless in my entire life. It's the worst feeling in the world. It just kept flickering. But I have, like, my computer is still on the backup battery, which I just realized now is going to die in like 10 minutes. And then I will have no information <laughs> in front of me. So that's just going to make uh, this like a pretty useless endeavor. On the grand scheme of things, I should probably open it up on my laptop now. Now so that what I'm you're thinking saying is this we through. Should, we should really maximize going through these four games before you lose all of that crucial information. Well, I just need to switch from uh, desktop to laptop, and then we'll be fine. But any, anyway, like my my streaming lights stayed on, so I didn't really realize that the power went out. And then it took me a second to realize. Once you guys weren't there anymore, I realized it was because of me. It's okay. You're back with us, and uh, and and we're happy about that. Hey, folks, if you, if you can muster the confidence, smash that like button as we are closing in on 100 here on the Osmo. Uh, NBA draft strategy show or strategy show here for tonight. And uh, while we have you, let's remind you, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there. With Osmo Plus, the weekly pass, it is just $29.95, not even 30 bucks, really, unless you want to round up and be technical about it. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our premium Slack channel, and so much more. All right, you're only looking to play NBA, no big deal. You can sign up for our weekly NBA package. It's basically half the price, $16.95. We encourage you to do so, the 400-plus that are watching here with us. Again, hit that like. Appreciate it. Zach says you look like the guy from American Horror Story, or maybe he's saying that about me. I'm not sure. It's hard to say, but you're you're Never saw it. You're getting cleaner. You're getting a little less pixelated. We see you. You look good. That's good. Yeah. Your audio is getting worse for me, so that's fantastic. Not a great start. I'm Stay losing you now. The, let's let's keep rolling a little yeah, bit with the laptop. Not a great start. I do have my laptop though, and I have my data. So, well, let's keep going. It seems with the like we're going down a negative road now. Yeah, no, I I think we're we're plummeting real soon. Speaking of Plumley on the Detroit side, looked to me like the only really good play, justifiable play as well in this game, uh, outside of obviously AD and maybe LeBron. How you feeling about him? Yeah, that's a great question. And um, now that I have my spreadsheet open, I can actually answer said Love question. So let me move my junk around a little bit more. Um, I don't think that he's the only good play. Uh, I mean, obviously at 4,800 on DraftKings, he is a much better play. Uh, mm -hmm. 5,200 on FanDuel looks fine. I still like Jeremy Grant. 8,400 on FanDuel, 8,400 on DraftKings. Um, monster usage does a little bit of everything for the Pistons. And especially on a four-game like, like those raw points matter. And I think Jeremy Grant's floor is pretty high. So he's someone that I'm going to certainly will happily be, at least on FanDuel, I'll be over the field on Blake Griffin so long as he is playing. I think that he just took off the previous game because it's a back-to-back -back and rest. But he's still a one fantasy point per minute guy. It, it's the His demise isn't as bad as it seems. He's just not what he was before. But that doesn't make him a like a useless NBA player, especially on a slate of this size. So I am looking at Jeremy Grant. I am looking at Blake Griffin, um, maybe Wayne Ellington a little bit for value, at least on FanDuel. I think that Isaiah Stewart is potential on DraftKings at 3,200 if you need a pay down option. 
Um, just in case you think like maybe Plumlee gets in foul trouble against Gasol or Harrell or AD, um, maybe Isaiah Stewart at 3,200 could be a value option, but that's more a testament to just how little value there is on the slate. Well, that is definitely true if you continue on with the uh, Clippers and Heat game as we move along here. Again, four-game slate, that's it. We'll see if we stay with you for the four hours. The full hour It's going to depend how long yeah. Josh sounds like he's underwater. But uh, nobody is in an awesome spot tonight in this game. It feels, I mean, you got Bam Adebayo, who obviously you can justify. You can look at, uh, you know, pay down pretty significantly to a guy like Terrence Mann, um, Marcus Morris Sr. You could make a case for, but it's, you know, I'm not rushing to roster guys like Reggie Jackson, Serge Ibaka, you know, Goran Dragic. It's, it's not a, this isn't a great game to find guys for your lineup. I don't think. Uh, there are on FanDuel, it's better than it is on DK. So I really like Reggie Jackson. I really like Luke Kennard. I don't like Terrence Mann nearly as much as the public, uh, I didn't like him as much either two game or, you know, two days ago, that was uh, less useful for me, but I'm going to end up quite a bit over the field on Luke Kennard, just judging by the original ownership on DraftKings though. I mean, like Reggie Jackson, 7k on one site and 5k on the other. That's not, it's not even comparable. I don't really need much 7k Reggie Jackson in my life. Marcus Morris uh, was a bit of a let down, uh, did not get to the start. So minutes upside was a little limited. Um, I'm with you, but I just think it's a tale of two sites. Uh, the Clippers look a lot better on FanDuel than they do on DraftKings. We've got uh, Antoine says the game to not uh, overlook uh, is Clips Heat. How do you feel about that? I, I heard the game something something Clips Heat. The game. I don't know what. I'll the fill in the missing words. Is. Yeah, I'll fill in the missing words. Antoine says the game to not overlook Clips Heat. Yeah, no, I don't agree. <laughs> um, I mean, again, it depends on the site. I think Clippers Heat is a very good game to overlook on DraftKings, less so on fans about the Heat right now. Uh, we have no idea who's going to win guys that are questionable. Um, I have Hero in. I, I mean, I have everybody in, but Jimmy Butler. I really like Bam Adebayo. I mildly like <laughs> I have no interest in anybody else. This is uh this is a thing. You're uh, back. This is brutal. I'm sure there were words in I there. I can't hear anybody right. Yeah, I'm sure there were some words in there. We just didn't get them. <laughs> I don't know if he's getting ready to quit or, or regroup, but it looks like you're starting to move around on us a little bit after uh, turning off your video. Maybe turning off the video is the way to go. We got, I mean, hell, we're messing up the shot like crazy. Jordan's popping into the YouTube feed. Jordan might have to turn your mic on and start to get all your analysis. You don't Josh, want Jordan's analysis. We wouldn't. I, I mean, I, I never lost you personally, but I guess you guys lost me, so I have no idea. But you don't want Jordan Stakes. He's just going to re recommend Jordan Poole all day. <laughs> it must be something about the name. All right, let's keep uh, blowing through here as hmm. we've got – and we can circle back and regroup and take any questions people have. In fact, here's one before we get to Golden State and Phoenix. Uh, someone uh, has really insisted in the chat that we talk about David Nwaba. How are you feeling about David Nwaba? 
Um, I didn't even realize he was on the slate until that was said. I have zero interest in David Nawaba. No one should have interest in David Nawaba. I don't understand at all what that would be happening. Why that is David Nawaba in the chat? It, it could be his parents. Uh, okay, that would be the only reason that you should be playing David Nawaba if you share the same DNA. <laughs> He's uh, unplayable. All right, stay up to date on the latest NBA DFS news with our Awesome O Twitter handle. It's Awesome O NBA. Our guy, News God, who is hanging out, probably just laughing hysterically at what has gone on the last half hour. He'll be delivering the latest on injuries, starting lineups, minutes, limits, and uh, a whole lot more daily before lock. You want to give Osmo NBA a follow there and uh, check out News God's Twitter handle as well. It is News God, that is N-E-W-Z, God. I hope you know how to spell that, underscore DFS, and catch Ship My Money's Deep Dive article, which is free this season to uh, prepare you for the slate. It's a must read if you were playing NBA DFS tonight. And I couldn't agree with that more. I've been reading that thing longer and I've been working with Osmo. So make sure that you are uh, doing those two things, get you updated and get you educated as well in time for the slate. Again, four games starting at seven 30 Eastern tonight. So let us move along to uh, the other game that we have not done yet, which is warriors and Phoenix. And uh, this is a much more appealing game. than The one we were just talking about. Guys in very uh, good spots, whether that is Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, uh, I think Bridges you could look at, obviously Cam Johnson you can continue to look at. Jay Crowder is in a good spot, which we don't say all the time. Ironically, the name I didn't mention is Steph Curry after playing last night. How are you feeling about Curry tonight if we were to begin on the Golden State side? Yeah, mostly the same way that you described it. Like he's not, he's sort of an afterthought. 9,800 on FanDuel, 9,700 on DraftKings. It's about 20% owned, and that's sort of where I think he should be. I think the whole Golden State team is basically properly owned. Nobody stands out as, like, a really good value. No one stands out as, like, the opposite of that. I mean, like, I think Draymond is slightly over-owned. I think that Andrew Wiggins is slightly over-owned. But none of those things are, like, extreme. So, I don't find Golden State to be all that interesting. They really only have four and a half guys that are relevant fantasy players anyway. Curry, Green, Oubre, Wiggins are like guys that will be in your lineups no matter what. Wiseman, depending on the day, can be. After that, I mean, like, you're not – they go like 12 deep and they rotate through these guys for like 10-minute stretches. I, I just don't see a lot coming from Golden State. And obviously Phoenix is a hella uh, popular, barring Devin Booker actually being in. But I have him out right now. And you just kind of jam in Aiton, Paul, Bridges, and Cam Johnson as much as possible. Jay Crowder is my big fade on FanDuel today. Hmm. So is this the game that you're stacking then? Uh, I mean, not intention. It's not something that I do intentionally one way or the other. Uh, yeah. I'll be, that'll just happen regardless. Probably not though. Uh, let's see some of the other pay down guys, you know, we went over, obviously Cam Johnson, again, Jake Crowder. Those are obviously probably as cheap as you want to go in this game. I don't know if you want to make a case for James Wiseman or, uh, you know, even Javon Carter, if, if you're looking for a, a significant punt play, cause you're paying up elsewhere, but I don't know. It's more of those kind of mid tier and above in this game. Yeah, I think both Javon Carter and uh, Abdel Nader are viable guys. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nader, 3,600 on DK. Javon Carter, 3,200. Carter, a little bit more expensive on FanDuel, so it's not all that interesting. But I think both of those guys work on DK. They're like 10 percenters. That's where their ownership is. Um, I just see Phoenix as like pretty highly over-owned on DraftKings. Um, 
a little like 8K Chris Paul is a lot. 7,400 Chris Paul and FanDuel where you have to roster two point guards, very mm-hmm. different story. Um, Cam Johnson is in 36% of lineups on DK right now. I'm not sure I agree with that one at 5,300, but it's at least a little bit more manageable. Uh, I prefer DeAndre Ayton to everybody on these in this game. Uh, Ayton just going, I think, at least a little bit under own. And um, I don't think that he should be worried at all about the matchup. I'm sure he's not worried about Looney. And James Wiseman is just sort of like two years into the future DeAndre Ayton in a way. Like they're just, you know, highly picked centers that are young. I mean, but Ayton having the experience should allow him to, you know, do whatever he wants, or at least I hope so. So I expect DeAndre Ayton to be one of my highest owned centers. Antoine says, if you fade Dame, you should definitely be playing Curry, unfortunately. I know you don't sound like someone who has uh, any interest in fading Dame, and, and most people probably don't want to. But if you do, do you agree with that take, or are you just paying up in another position? I, I mean, uh, I, I don't see Curry as anything different than paying up for LeBron or AD or any of the other studs. Just because you don't play Dame doesn't mean you have to play the other guy that plays like Dame. That's just that's just silly. There's no... There's, there's no uh, there's no comp to both of those guys. We got from uh, our guy News God says Rockets getting bodies back hurts Nawaba. Again, the Nawaba persists. The conversation persists in the chat. YouTube loving Nawaba. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> um, any guys value wise in particular that we haven't discussed across these four games that stand out to you, be it on you know DK or FanDuel that you know, sort of that sneaky play that people aren't necessarily thinking about. Let's see. Let me look on DraftKings. So uh, DK, it gets gross. So it's guys like Harry Giles, Gary Trent, PJ Tucker, Isaiah Stewart, Luke Kennard. Montrez Harrell is only projected for 6% ownership. So like some of these guys are pretty wacky. Uh, Wayne Ellington, minimal ownership, should play like 30 minutes. Um, so from a DK perspective, you've got to really feel uncomfortable about it. There's not a lot of guys that are pay down options that you're like, oh, okay, that makes perfect sense. So on, in that regard, um, you got to get pretty ugly. FanDuel, $4,800 Gary Trent. Uh, Kennard is almost at 20% ownership, so it's not like he's slipping through the cracks. Anthony Simons at 3%, uh, Blake Griffin under 10%. Those are some of the guys that I would look at on FanDuel. Make sure you check out Josh's contenders videos as well. Let you know the uh, top plays, those available to you on the Osmo YouTube page already posted, I assume, right? Yes, yes, we are already live. We're good like that. We don't want to spoil it all for you, though, so you got to go watch those videos where he's got the crystal clear internet because he did it earlier in the day before the power went out. It's funny, like, I'm crystal clear on my phone, you're crystal clear on my phone, but I guess I'm not crystal clear to everybody else. You actually don't look bad, uh, and and you're sounding a lot better. It's rebounded. It, it was, you know, little little tough there for a little bit, touch and go, but uh, yeah. we've rebounded. You're good. Still no power though. Ceiling fan hasn't come back on yet. That should have been my first tell. Uh, what do we have here? Let's see. Probably, probably a lot of people in chat being angry about this. Nah, not bad actually. Uh, again, you've you've recovered you know, and technologically speaking. So I don't think people are, are too irate about it. You know, early on, maybe. Uh, some questions about uh, Devin Booker. How do you feel about Devin Booker tonight? Well, I assume he doesn't play unless news came out during all of this. So if he doesn't play, I don't really want to roster him. And if he does play, I don't know, <laughs> he's like just a guy. Sure. 
so hesitant to <laughs> roster him then if he doesn't play? Yes. I mean, I don't, I, I'm projecting him out for right now, whatever that's worth at 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, if he happens to play, uh, you know, he's going to look good. It's a pace up spot against golden state. Um, you're never mad to get Devin Booker. Like he's just in play by default. It makes everybody else on Phoenix dramatically less interesting. Jeff says there's only four crappy games tonight. Now, I don't know if he means like it's crappy that there are four or that these four are crappy. Is this one of those nights where you just don't feel, you know, as compelled to to play the slate because of the options or are you just drawn to it and look at it as more of a challenge? No, there are more places that I can find my, uh, my value and whatever else. I'm going to nail that top stud and I'm going to build around it and laugh at everybody else. Yeah, generally speaking, the days that people think are the hardest are the ones that I want to play the most. And the days that people think it's the easiest are the days that I don't want to play at all. So if people think that today is like particularly difficult, then sign me up. I just, I usually see that as situations where people make less advantageous moves for themselves. And I just sort of hold steady. Anyone that joined us late, let's uh, reset a little bit. We're here with you for uh, a little while longer. And hit that like button. Let's make a push to 150 before we get out of here. We're awfully close. Hit the like on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button as well. It is greatly appreciated. So, guys that you are most interested in playing tonight, and, you know, whatever the price point, doesn't just have to be Dame Lillard, let's say, or Anthony Davis, guys like that. They're at the top of the heap. The ones that stand out if you're starting to build a lineup without uh, giving away everything in the Contenders video, obviously, a few of the ones that uh, are, are really compelling for you. Yeah, favorite plays relative to ownership. So guys that I like a lot that are also not as owned as I think they should be. On DraftKings, uh, AD, Christian Wood, um, Derek Jones Jr., John Wall, Gary Trent, Jeremy Grant. Um, those are some of the guys that are at the top of my list where I like them a lot. They're getting a little bit of ownership, but not as much as I expect them to get. On the flip side, from FanDuel's perspective, Luke Kennard is the big one. Christian Wood, again, power forward eligibility. Jeremy Grant, again, uh, I think he fits really well. And then Gary Trent, um, you know, you're going to need some help at 4,800 on FanDuel. But if he's under 10% owned and you can project him for somewhere around 30 minutes, I think you just have to take that shot. I like this. This is where I basically ask you to repeat what you just said because uh, someone says, uh, Mr. Jenkins here says, cut the crap. Who's the best play on this slate? That's the same question that Butthoe Jenkins asks for every chat, for every show that we have. Uh, I like it, uh, Damian, Damian Lillard is the answer to that question. Okay, perfect. Um, a valuable question here, like this. It says, uh, can you guys go over the heat again? Because Josh kind of cut out. That's from Aiden. So let's do that. Let's circle back, obviously, sure. to uh, the heat side of things. Again, matching up with the Clippers tonight. That game is in Miami and uh let's see specific guys the, the problem with the problem yeah. with going over the heat right now is that we don't know anything about the heat like there's Injury half of the status. team is questionable today yeah so uh, i have everybody in except for jimmy butler right now and if that's the case i really like bam i mildly like tyler hero and i don't really like much else Goran Dragic at 5,800 on FanDuel would stand out as well. Duncan yeah. Robinson works just because he's going to play 35 minutes one way or the other if these guys are in or out. But I don't really like Miami all that much outside of BAM if everybody is in. And every individual that drops off will create someone new. So, like, if Dragic can't play, you're going to like Kendrick Nunn a little bit more. Um, if – I don't know. I can't even remember. Like, if Tyler Hero then also doesn't play, like, Casey Akpala, the flat minimum on FanDuel becomes a thing. 
-hmm. It's just impossible. There's too many different scenarios right now for Miami because of the amount of guys that are questionable. Anybody that stands out as a fade in that game is sort of, you know, independent of what you were just talking about, or is it just a total wait and see? Nobody's really getting any ownership. Like Bam is at 40% on FanDuel, 18 on DK. The next highest number is Tyler Hero at 20 on FanDuel. I think that's completely correct if he's playing. Duncan Robinson's at 15 on basically both sites. I think that's fine either way. No one else is really getting any ownership, so I can't really recommend fading anybody because there's nothing to fade. If you are not able to watch your favorite Osmo show on YouTube, that's okay. Almost all the Osmo shows are available through the Osmo Podcast Network. We've got a podcast for every single sport available on every major platform. So this is easy. You ready? Head on over to Osmo.com slash podcast. Don't do it yet. Wait till the show's over and then you can do it and explore because you'll have some time before our net shows roll along. And you can check out the very latest. Once you're there, drop a five-star rating, a review with your Twitter handle or your Osmo username, either one include those you could win a free week of osmo plus and we will be given a free osmo plus pass every week to the person who submits our favorite reviews best of luck to you and uh we enjoy reading them so please go ahead and do so uh from silver tuna here i like this in the uh, osmo premium slack channel who would y'all say is the best pay down option at uh small forward on FanDuel today so really narrowing it down I appreciate the fact that that question is just good in general. Um, that's a very easy question for me to answer as well. So I appreciate as, uh, did him dirty the other night. Yeah. So it depends how far we're trying to pay down. Um, I would say like, obviously Mikel Bridges is not a pay down option, but at 5,500, I don't think he's expensive. That would be my answer. If I'm going cheaper than that, it's probably Derek Jones. If we're talking like truly a pay down option, so something maybe like less than 4K, I don't even know if there is one. I would probably put Jay Sean Tate slightly ahead of Abdel Nader. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like paying all the way down at small forward, I don't really think that that is viable. Um, like Cameron Johnson at 4,600, Derek Jones at 4,600. That's about the floor for me from a pay down perspective. Uh, good question from Steven here on a back-to-back. Do you think it's more likely the Lakers sit LeBron and or AD? More likely than if it wasn't a back-to-back. Yes. Yeah. But I I mean, like, it's just, I don't, uh, there's nothing to like speculate here, you know, that yes, they're more likely to sit on a back-to-back because everybody in the league is more likely to sit on a back-to-back. I'm going to treat them like they're both in every single day until they're not like, there's no reason to speculate on any of it. James calling for a mellow revenge game as Portland is uh, taking on Houston. I mean, he's a good play because he's mellow and all of those guys are hurt. Not because he used to play for the other team. Right. Kind of used to play for the other team. Get your questions in if you have any. We're here with you for a couple more minutes, be it on the use the uh, Osmo Premium Slack channel or the YouTube channel, whichever. Uh, some other people right along with you saying they're on their phone, not a computer. Just want to feel closer to you, I think. Smart people. Uh, thank you for joining me on this endeavor of streaming through your cell phone. Technology is crazy. It is. It's wild. We, we rely on it so heavily it hurts when it's not there. It does. Uh, Brian says, Aloha, good morning, Osmo and Osmo family. Oh, awesome. Aloha. Osmo family. How about that? It's early in Hawaii. Yeah, I was going to say, not even 5 a.m. Up early yeah. looking for those picks. 
up early like me normal that's what time i would be up if i were in hawaii i wouldn't want to go to sleep to Hawaii. what time do you go to bed at night typically uh i don't know like 10 o'clock is the latest that i'd like to be up generally speaking um i want to try to get close to like seven and a half hours of sleep so that's the goal it I depends how many games are on the next slate and what i have to do like never, tuesday it was easier to sleep in i'd have a really hard time going to bed while i still have active lineups which obviously you do most every single night based on that but I, you know i, I, every I, night. I gotta watch it play out man I have no interest in sweating games. Uh, I'm generally up until the final news comes in and then I try to pack it in. Just check, check the bank account in the morning. Simple as that. Yeah, pretty much. Good on you. Uh, so Steven says, and I, I think we already did this, but uh, Steve says, uh, can we circle back over Miami? Josh kind of garbled then. Yeah, all you really missed is that it's totally unpredictable here in this moment. We got to wait and find out a lot of the injury information, which we're not going to get for, you know, probably another uh, eight or nine hours. <laughs> yes, M- much like my current internet situation, Miami is a bit of a mess right now. You know, I think you're doing okay. Portland, uh-huh. Houston, highest team total tonight. That's a question we've got. I mean, that's not a question. Is it a fact? Well, I mean, anybody can get that. It's not like an opinion. <laughs> well, maybe yes, it has the highest team I was total. Say, but somebody's looking it, for. Uh, you can for get that. You can get that answer without having to ask us to like speak it to you. Just say "Hey Siri" or something along those lines, and you'll be fine. <laughs> like, you, just, say, you want to test that on your on your iPhone another time? Can Can you say "Hey Siri"? What is the highest implied total in the NBA tonight? Will you get that information? I don't want to test it right now since I'm on the phone, but I'm a little surprised that it didn't even respond uh, when I said it. So, All right. Any final questions from the people here? We'll see what you get. Wayne says, am I not good enough? My question's WTF, Cough and Josh. Well, Wayne, what'd you see? What'd you say? Did we miss it? I'll scroll I back. mean, I can't even see the chat, so All right, uh, here I we can't go. I, I got you. I got you, Wayne Tate. Josh, do you think Cousins gets 20-plus minutes with Wood coming back? And if so, how viable would it be to roster him, or both, for that matter, in a head-to-head? Good question. In a head-to-head, you should not be rostering DeMarcus Cousins at all in a cash game scenario. That would be preposterous. I don't think that he plays 20 minutes today. I don't have him even, like, close. I gave him 16 minutes, the other center minutes. Um, You should not be rostering DeMarcus Cousins in any cash game. He's 8K on FanDuel and 7,200 on DraftKings. He shouldn't be in any lineup you make at all, no matter what the contest is. I don't even know how we can do that. So, yes, Wayne, the question shouldn't have been asked. Roy says 1.85 for Cantor on Super Draft. Is he a lock or do Aiton or Bam beat him? Ooh, um, that's a good question, actually. Uh, do I have the super draft set? Oh, I'm not gonna be able to get the salaries file. That's a shame. Uh, that seems like a really good number. I didn't download the super draft. Uh, Let me try and help salary. You Let's see. Cantor's. Uh... I, I mean, uh, I don't have. I'm not gonna be able to put it all in front of me. But 1.85 oh, okay. sounds really, really good for him. Um, just from a raw points perspective. Let me look. So if I just look at like raw points from FanDuel, since I don't have that regularly. Uh, Cantor is my 12th highest projected guy overall on the slate. So to get him at 1.85, I assume he's going to be one of the top two or three plays from Superdraft. 
someone wants to know, multiple people want to know, actually, just your general thoughts on Ennis Cantor tonight. Uh, I mean, he looks good if he can be out there. I give him 28 minutes. Uh, he's 6,500 on FanDuel, uh, 7,100 on DK. I think he's probably a little bit tougher to get to on DraftKings. But on FanDuel at 6,500, he's probably picking up more ownership than I would like. I think this is a tricky spot for him. Now, he could also do the exact – like, he's going to be a real problem defensively. But I also don't think that Houston is capable of stopping Cantor either. So this could be, like, a really disgusting defensive game. They might not – I don't know if there's any, like, data on P.J. Tucker guarding Cantor. I don't know if he would be, like, a better stockier base against mm-hmm. it, maybe just not tall enough. Um because obviously Christian Wood's not going to be able to stop him do, from doing anything. Uh, they're both really, really bad defensively. Could be a really nice spot for Cantor. I'd rather get to Christian Wood, but they're obviously in very different salary tiers. Super draft, on the other hand, though. Get yourself some Cantor. Silver Tuna says, is Harrell a better pay-down option? Uh, let's see. Harrell is 5,400 on FanDuel, 5,800 on DK. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's not really getting all that much ownership. I would, I would go to, I would like to have some Montrezl Harrell. I assume that I would be like close to double the field if we we're close to lock right now. From Brandon, best advice for winning a four-game slate. What has worked best for either one of you guys in the past, or just in general? Play the players that are good, and don't try to play Demarcus Cousins when he's eight K. So no general roster construction construction strategy for the people then? I not I don't really change anything up. I mean, try not to play people with their like immediate direct backups in a 45 minute only split. Um like don't try not to play Marc Gasol and Montrez Harrell in the same lineup, but even then it's not necessarily like a true problem given their price. But I, there's nothing I don't like I don't look up the slate size and then like look in my Rolodex of these are the things that I have to do today. It's pretty much generally the same, no matter what. Tell you what I like to do here. This here's me being a corporate chill. Awesome. plus I'm not kidding. I spent a lot of time on fantasy cruncher ownership projections, boom, bust tool, obviously Alex's projections yeah. in general. I like to study all this stuff. It's, you know, so again, like you said, whether it's a three or four game slate or a 13 game slate that part is kind of irrelevant i just like to look at uh you know what appear to be some of the best value options the best projections and you know balance it out from there for the most part yeah i mean that's i'm glad that you said it because that's what needed to be said to me that was just a given like working my way through all of the key stuff that we have projections ownership boom bust optimal lineup percentages that's the stuff that should dictate everything that you're doing but you should be doing that every slate regardless right uh, Dave says, uh, well, not really. We can go out on this one, I guess. Um, just okay. wants to know if you, you can uh, talk about the boom bust tool in general and just, you know, ha- how that works. I realize this isn't generally the form for that, but we have a couple of minutes and with a four game slate, we probably have a moment. No, I mean, it, it, it's basically a two pronged approach, at least for me. Um, I want to play as many of the guys that rank highly in the optimal lineup and Uh, boom percentage as possible like that's going to be the concentration of my lineups i'll be a little bit lighter on guys that i think are wildly overowned i'll try to bump up some of the guys that are wildly underowned compared to those numbers but i'm trying to stay concentrated with the heaviest amount of exposure at the top of that table and that like when push comes to shove that's like really what you're trying to do i don't need to have a lot of exposure to a lot of guys that are like five percent optimal lineup guys get different elsewhere try to maneuver your guys so that 
you're limiting your potential for dupes on a slate like this. I don't think it's going to be too problematic on a four gamer. Um, but really, it's just paying attention to the optimal lineup percentage, paying attention to the boom percentage, and weighing those two numbers against public ownership. But just because someone is owned doesn't mean you shouldn't have them. If somebody has an optimal lineup percentage of 40% and their ownership is 40%, like you should still play him and potentially more than what the public is doing just because there might not be better options. Again, you get four games tonight, Portland and Houston, the Lakers at Detroit, Clippers in Miami and Phoenix hosting Golden State. We are here with you throughout uh, much of the day here on the Osmo YouTube channel. You have got the NHL strategy show coming up at four Eastern. So that is what, five hours away. That'll be followed by the NBA deeper dive and NBA live before lock as well. So this is just the appetizer when it comes to talking hoops, a lot of uh, great content coming your way to go over this four game slate, including most notably what changes later around Miami or anybody else. LeBron going to play AD going to play all of it. All the questions you guys have been asking about the uncertainties. We will get more answers on that later on in the day. This is just to kind of, Wet your whistle help you out, and we appreciate everybody for, uh, you know, being here with us, obviously. But we're going to let Josh try and figure out a way to get his power back. I don't know if you're going to go out there and just uh, put on the hard hat and start digging, whatever it is. Get the drill out. You can uh, get those hamsters back on the hamster wheel, man. Yeah, fix everything in the neighborhood. But we want to thank our guy, Jordan, who uh, you even got a chance to see and not hear. And, of course, Josh, I'm Cough, and uh, I'll be back with you on Monday. Josh will be back probably multiple times before that. And you can check out the Contenders video on the Osmo YouTube page and find out who he really likes. All the information he didn't want to give you during this show when he had an hour, he has uh, posted in an, you know, eloquently edited together multiple pieces of video. You should check it out. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you soon. It is. Thanks, man. Yeah, happy birthday, man. Appreciate it. I was like, fuck, I'm about to do a solo show on my birthday.